Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chemist Warehouse is now opened in Milford. Find us inside Milford Shopping Centre next to New World. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go Flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio Love that I feel, oh nothing lasts forever But I'm down for the minute, so just chill Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go Flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio Love that I feel, oh nothing lasts forever But I'm down for the minute, so just chill Yes, NetSky Rio. I'm just getting ready, lads, because I'm going to listen to NetSky this Saturday down here in Christchurch. My favourite DJ of all time. He's in the country, so I just had to let it play a little bit longer just to get us up and about ready to rip in for the next three hours. Izzy Kempe with Ricardo on SNZ for breakfast. It's just after six o'clock. I hope you've had a good morning so far. Whatever you're up to, you might be working a morning shift and we can carry you through the next couple of hours. A good, big good morning to the team up there in Auckland. you got Kempe, you got Ricardo, you got Robbie and you got Joey B. With a little bit of side of Aroha giving us all the up-to-date news. How you doing, lads? Well, um, yeah, Izzy, hey, look, I, I just want to say I was driving in this morning and I was thinking about my youth, you know what I mean? And uh, down at the Karaka Sales <laughs> on Monday, I, I ran into uh, Marty McKenzie's um, uncle, uh, Marty oh, yeah. and Damien McKenzie's uncle. He's a... He's a a good bloke, him and his wife, at the Karaka Sales, and um, he came up to me, whispered in my ear, and goes, oh, mate, um, really loving your shows in the morning, you know, like that. I just want to, and, and of course, you know, to all the rural people out there that are listening to us, you know, they're up there actually finishing their first uh, round of milking about around about now. They've been up, you know, around 4, 4.30 in the morning. Um, and just a big shout-out to everyone out there who's uh, had the cows out this morning, the ladies, got them in, uh, feet, um, Fed them, fed them their milk into their, what do they call those, the vats? And uh, I just got me thinking. I remember I actually went out and did that. 
when I was a kid, I went out to a farm. No, I you did. didn't. I did. I went out and did some milking. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, there isn't a hell of a lot that I haven't done. But I just got, I remember, I was thinking, I think what I was starting thinking was, you know, how many crazy people get up this time of the morning at 4.30? And then I thought, well, Alan does, and all the farmers do. And they get up there and they get the get out there in that paddock, especially down Taranaki, middle of winter, mate. Oh, it's not a good, it's not a good job. Did, when you're did, freezing did, your nuts off. Did you do the old uh, <laughs> hop from one cow pat to the other in your bare feet when you were a kid out there? I'll tell you what, they, it is very warm. It is very warm, um, and it's mate. If you find any type of heat down there that, in the middle of winter, um, the milk's also nice and warm too, and nice and fresh. Mm. And got plenty of that in you too. So, uh, yeah, I just thought about that to, to Marty's, um, Marty's uncle. I can understand why you're thinking of milking, Kempi. I can understand why you're thinking of milking because you are milking everything that you touch. Are you feeling his presence, Ricardo, like the Messiah? <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you what, there's an aura coming off him, eh? There is an aura coming off him. Oh, buy a lotto, Kempi. Well, read that message. I want to hear you read it, please. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, uh, it's funny, mate, because the first thing I thought about was um, Kevin from Titsurangi, you know, like, and so he sent one through this one. He goes, Kempi the Messiah. Every morning I wake up now, I'm thinking of you. <laughs> mate, that's a sad, sad way to wake up. And hurry up, $6.55, unbelievable. Three in a row. Even my wife knows your name, Kempi. She asked me, what numbers does he like for Lotto? <laughs> they go, Since Friday, I've won 790 bucks, $40 with Robbie and 20 on each of yours. Kempi, I bet you could walk to Waiheke. You don't need fullers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly. Oh, tell me, Ricardo, you've, you've, you've followed one of those in. Look, I can't because I've got a... A little block on my uh, TAB account that lasts a week. So I can't. Which is probably the reason they're winning. But have you followed Indian, Rick? Ma- no. I've got to say no. <laughs> I, I, I had 20 bucks in my account yesterday and I went, do I do that or do I put a bet on the football? And so I backed myself on the football and I put a multi on three games of football yesterday and I got two of them wrong. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no wins oh. here. Rick Dog can, oh. can do Love Racing next week. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, keep it up, Kimby. You're absolutely flying. I love it. I love it. And I always know I was out on the golf course and then I get a message with a little thumbs up and an excitement emoji from Kimpy and Louisiana man. Oh, man. You, the thing, like I said, you say, you tip them out, but they're juicy odds. And they're getting people paid. and Oh, it's so good, mate. Well done. I'm looking forward to today's yep. seeing where Kempe goes. Who so knows? stay tuned for Love Racing at about <laughs> 6.50 this morning. But Kempe, what have we got today on the show, brother? Yeah, we've got a big show today. Hot off the heels of Razor teasing the public yesterday about the AB's <laughs> job. We are going to talk with Gilbert Anoka. Of all people, ex-mental skills coach uh, for the ABs on his move to EPL Premier Club Chelsea in the UK. Then around 7.40, we'll talk coast to coast, the ride of passage for multi-sport athletes from around the world. Matt Callan will join us to share his experiences. And then after 8, we have our own more than just an athlete, the great part and segment of the week. And today we'll be joined by Stephen Thompson, who is doing some wonderful work in the community. Uh, to round out the show, Izzy, I caught up with New Zealand Māori Jordan Ricky yesterday before... Uh, running it straight just to get uh, his take on the Indigenous All-Stars game this week and, and how that week is for them leading into that game. We also have effort of the week and no doubt, no doubt today, Paulie Mawadi will try once again to throw the punters off the set. Big show. <laughs>
Next God, time. He did it. He, he did it because that came third, Paulie. I'm all over you. I'm all over you. Oh, Paulie Mwari. Do not listen to Paulie. Listen to Kempi. Oh, Kempi. And just on that, you, your, your partner, our good friend Mark from Tauranga. Listen to this. Mark from Tauranga, he won the $50 TAB bonus bet. Well, he put that on Louisiana Man yesterday, and he's just donated the winnings to Child Cancer Foundation. Oh, he sent through a photo. 225 bucks is going through the Child Cancer Foundation. Oh, he's a champion. And, um, mate, you give us a call. I'll make sure you win it again so we can raise some more money. No, but, mate, honestly, that is kudos goes to you, Mark, from Tauranga. Doing good things. Nicely played. And, uh, yeah, absolute legend. Absolute legend. And, yeah, look, interesting, the news yesterday. <laughs> Let's, um, oh, the wee spanner in the works and uh, the NZR have it to come out and Get right into damage control. And it makes for a fair case, really. I was walking the fairways with um, the one and only Craig McMillan yesterday, and we were talking about the situation, and it just made me think. Fozzie, you know, like everyone's dying for change, but Fozzie's going to try and win a World Cup. And he, the, all signs are alluding to he's very disappointed with what's going on and, and kind of the way that, that Scotty's carried himself and, and maybe just preempted the. Well, what's going to happen, really? But it's a, it's an interesting case, lads. It, it is an interesting case, but I don't see that that you know Scott Robertson's done anything wrong. He was asked a question, right? Now, as he, you put yourself in his shoes, you're asked a question about what does he know about the All Black job, and if he knows that he's got it, or he's had conversations that point to the fact that he's got it, he's going to be fizzing on the inside, right? Oh, how, how hard! How hard is it to keep a smile off your face? All he's done is smile, <laughs> yeah. and people have gone, "Oh, he's got the job." He's actually not <laughs> really done anything wrong. I don't think. I think. I think. You yeah. I think you touched on it yesterday. Is you know, like when you get so many All Blacks that have, have decided to to um, call it quits, pull up stumps, and head overseas. Like it's an exodus. It's an exodus of mm. players. And then you've got Scotty on the back of it, sort of teasing everyone. Like, yeah, I, I like it. I really like it. Like the way that he, I don't, I don't disagree with what he's trying to do because he does know something. Um, what I, what I, what I don't get is that they haven't learnt their lesson, New Zealand rugby, in and around communications, especially media. Like, get on the front foot. You're, you're always on the back foot, and in, and in. Um, you're trying to, to to fix problems that you know are just right there in front of your eyes, you know what I mean? So they need to come out. They need to come out and just get on with it. And people, I'm telling you now, people will just move on. But when you're teasing all the time, like you're saying, you know, it's it's like this, oh, hey, Rick, we've got this, we're going to lose all these people. What's the story we're going to put in front of that so they don't tell us about how we're losing all these people? Well, the story yeah. about Razor is bigger than the players that are going. It's, <laughs> oh, mate, I'm, I'm sitting there, I've got a laugh on my face. So I watched that little bit about Razor, and I'm just saying, just come out. Like, come out and just say it. Just front foot it. Front Get foot it. Get it done. Get it done. I, I think it was more the timing. That was the day the Super Rugby Olpiki was was being launched, and they didn't really want to take the limelight from that announcement, which is fair enough. Um, which this which is this is obviously his. So yeah, look, it's it's a. I feel like he's got the job, but then I get a I get a sense like now, if you're Jamie Joe and his name's been thrown out, and he's stayed quiet throughout this whole entire process. He's never talked to the media. He's never really spoke to anyone. He's sitting there in his seat. Has he? Because of what's gone on, gone in the good books for the NZR. Mm. And they backtrack and raise it again. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, you know? 
I, I, look, I, I, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. But yeah, you just you never know. The NZR, you, they're just so unpredictable at the moment. You just can't predict what they're going to do. They, they would have had those conversations 100%. That's why he was smiling. And he would have had an offer and an opportunity. He probably hadn't had the contract in front of him. But it was all there. A bit like last year when it all went down and the offer was there, but it wasn't there physically. And then they did a full U-turn. So I get a sense this is what's happened again. And, you know, Razor, you can't control his excitement anyway. No, and you, and it's not the it's not new. Like you know, you've got a you've got a, a transition with England, Borthwick and Eddie Jones, and then you've got you know Vern Cox stepping out of the Fiji job. So it's not as if it's the first coach to step away from the World Cup before the World Cup's actually kicked off this year. So um, I think they can front foot it. I think they should just come straight out and say right, look, you know, to come out now and band aid it and say look, no, nah, we're going to m- try and make it go away. It's not going away. Yeah, I totally agree. Call us any time on the Kinnard's High phone line and give us your thoughts throughout the day. And coming up, we're going to get to our can't wait question of the day. And you could win a year's supply of Musashi Sports Nutrition thanks to the Chemist Warehouse and their mates at Musashi. Obviously, this is the hot topic at the moment. There's plenty of other topics because plenty happened yesterday. And I want to ask you, Ricardo, about this. Well, I don't know. Yeah, a bit of breaking news regarding the football Regarding the football and our team, our team, are they being sold? Yeah, it looks that way. It looks that way. Uh, so Raincorp, who uh, facilitated the sale of Chelsea, they are facilitating the sale of Manchester United. They have taken expressions of interest. Uh, they have to be in by middle of this month. Now, the, there's some people that we won't know about that have made bids or have made uh, applications, but there are some that we do. So Jim, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, who owns... Ineos um, yep. and uh, and uh, is the big mining and oil guy. Uh, he's definitely in. Some speculation now that the Qataris are in, yeah. um, and so we'll be interested to see what that looks like because they can't own PSG and Manchester United and have them both in the Champions League. So oh. is that the same? A lot of Qataris, a different lot of Qataris. Don't know. Also, some American interest as well, apparently. Um, but yeah, we should know something more probably mid Feb. Conor McGregor. Nah. <laughs> 4.5 billion big ones here, Kimpy. They're going to have to stump up with Pocket money for him. you got to, yeah. <laughs> you got to go to the East and yes. only the East can carry that kind of money. I think so. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. They, they, since they've um, put it out there that they're going to sell or looking for investment, the share price of Manchester United has doubled since that's happened. Wow. So it's now currently valued on the stock exchange at $3.2 billion. Chelsea sold for two and a half billion, and that was the record. Um, I think the the biggest sporting franchise sale in recent times was the Denver Broncos last year sold for three point two five. So, wow! Yeah, some big, big, <laughs> some big coin, some big coin. Mind you, yeah. if you keep following Kempe, and you might be able to afford it. Manchester City. He's the Oracle. What's happening, Oracle? Oracle Kempe. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? Are they going to be sold? I'm not buying into any. <laughs> Has Razor got the job? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 oh, well, on that, let's rip straight into this.